Tanya for the 14th of Kislev, Yud Dalit Kislev, is in the Kuntis Achim, Dach Kuf Samach Ahmed Aleph, the number at the bottom of the page is 622. And we are beginning the essay, the sixth essay, David's Mireis Kadisalu. In the earlier Kuntis, the Al explained how the study of Torah elevates the world and purifies the unholy elevating the divine sparks that have fallen into unholiness and so on. In this country, the Rebbe explains how there's a level of Torah that is much higher than its relationship to the world and its effect on the world, where in fact the world is completely insignificant compared to the halacha and to the Torah. David's Mereskarisoluhu, David Amelech was criticized because he referred to Torah as song where David HaMelech says in, in Tillim that your teachings, your, your laws are my song, the title is my song, and because of this, he forgot the halacha. When he brought back the Arain from the Plishtim, he put it on a wagon and forgot that the Arain had to be carried on the, on the shoulders of Jews. So the punishment for calling Taita song was that he forgot a halacha. Al-Tarebbe will explain what is the, the terrible sin of referring to Taita as song and why is the appropriate punishment the forgetting of Allah. In a Bezehar, we find in the Zehar, that Taita is a praise of God and a song of God's greatness. So we see that it is appropriate to refer to Taita as song. So to understand what is the praise of God in Torah, Torah is basically the record of what is kosher and what is not, what is fit and what is unfit and so on. So when we learn that something is permitted or prohibited, how is that a praise to God? So this will be similar to the statement in in the Tilim, Magodlu Masecha and the Eid Amku Machshavesecha. So the question is, we say how great are God's deeds and how deep are his thoughts, shouldn't the thoughts be described before the deed? First there is thought and then there is deed. So the answer is that it is through the acts, through the deeds, through what God does, that we recognize the depth of his thought, how profound his thoughts are. It is known, All the worlds, the higher and the lower, are dependent on the detail of a mitzvah. For example, If a carbon is brought properly, then all the worlds are elevated through that carbon, and the world receives its life and its energy, its sustenance. The im shino, but if the person or the kaiting changes from the from the appropriate behavior and brings the carbon in an inappropriate way, shakibul hadam bismele, for example, he received the blood in the left hand rather than the right hand. or he took the the, the blood of the sacrifice in a vessel 
that was not appropriate, it wasn't a kosher vessel, or if there was some separation of foreign uh, foreign substance uh, that separated the blood from the vessel and other such details, then that interferes with the elevation of the world and the world does not receive its energy and its sustenance from the source of life which is God. Same is true also with Tfilin that when they're kosher, that the wearing of Tfilin that are kosher brings about a revelation of the divine wisdom, of divine Mechin, which is the source of life for all the worlds. And with one detail wrong, Nifsolin, the Tfilin become puzzle, unfit, and then the presence of God's wisdom, of God's Mechin, is lost and, and, and re- retreats from the world. So the world is dependent on a detail of a mitzvah. The same is true also of the details, the minute details of the negative commandments. The Hilkoch, therefore, the person who is contemplating, how great are the creations of God, in the number of worlds and all the hosts of all the worlds and then considers how all these worlds for all their greatness and for all their numbers are completely dependent on one detail of one mitzvah of Teira is the profound thought of the divine wisdom. That with one detail, a slight detail, all the worlds can be elevated and they receive their life and their sustenance. Or the opposite, with one slight detail, the world loses its energy and loses its life. So from this, we can contemplate, we can get a glimpse of the greatness and the depth of, God, of God's thought. So from Magodlu Ma'asecha, we get an idea of Ma'omku Ma'asecha, which is the Ma'ashava of Torah. Because the details of Torah is what the entire world, the, the Magodlu Ma'asecha, is dependent on. Shehu B'vichinas B'lidvu V'tachlis the depths of God's thought are endless and without without end, they're infinite. And they are much greater, endlessly greater, than the life of the world. Because all the energy and all the life of the worlds, of the created condition, all come from and depend on a detail of truth. And this detail of Torah comes from its source, which is the profundity of God's thought in Torah, 
Sar ha'odam hanim shechmim meichel derech Moshe lukenei dematikunim va'idver rabba. As for example, is known in Kabbalah that the hair that grows on the head of a person comes from the brain. So this then was the great joy that David HaMelech felt when he brought the oven which contained the luches back to Eretz Yisrael he was singing and rejoicing to bring joy to his heart in the study of Teirah at a time of his trouble so that the consideration of the greatness of Teirah is what relieved David HaMelech of, of his pain because whatever pain there exists in the world it is totally insignificant compared to the slightest detail in Taita which can determine the condition and the state of the world in the Hayyim Yim for the 14th of Kislev <coughs> the Rebbe writes that that when we bench we bench with a cup with a cup of wine even if there aren't ten people benching together and the cup is held in the palm of the hand with the fingers extending upwards you hold the cup from the statement until the conclusion of the third bracha and then you put the cup back on the table in one of the sikhis the Rebbe Hashab explained the Firiga was saying, my father explained that there is a Tzaddik, Yosha, Tomim, and Chosid. There are different titles of different kinds of people. Tzaddik, what is a Tzaddik? A person who performs all the positive mitzvahs, and therefore he brings into the world the revelations of godliness that the mitzvahs bring. Yosha, who is a Yosha? Is a person who abides by the 365 negative commandments and that brings into the world a revelation that is higher than the source of the world Atomim and that's because of the bittle of not doing what God doesn't want which is even higher than doing in the positive those things that God does want Tomim what is a Tomim? Tomim is Ernstkeit earnestness And this is a revelation of that level of godliness in which the taste of the tree is similar to the taste of the fruit, which means a combination of that which is higher than the world with that which is part of the world. A combination of Sevev Kalalman with Mimala Kalalman. Higher than all of them is the Chosid. And in this there are three levels. One is that all matters of the world do not distract or confuse him. Every one of them, every person can reach this level and every person is required to reach this level. Number two, a chosid is the person for whom all the issues of his life are godliness. And although this is not very far from you, this is available to all human to all people. Yet it really is not um, probable for everybody. So it's somewhat difficult to attain. Number three, 
is that what it says in Tikkunei Zayar, that who is a chosid hamischased im kainei in kandilei. And the Tanya explains that that means to bring about. The chosid is one who does his mitzvahs in order to bring about a oneness between Kudsha Berichu and the Shechina. Not only to satisfy the thirst of his own neshama, but he does the mitzvahs for the sake of God and the oneness within God.